0: Welcome to episode 214 of Stageworthy. I'm your host, Phil Rickaby. Stageworthy is a podcast about people in Canadian theatre featuring conversations with actors, directors, playwrights, and more. In this episode, I will be talking to Nicole Schmeyer and Victoria Urquhart. Before I do that, I do want to take a second to say that, you know, as we approach the end of the year, uh, this is the time of year when I, I start to realize. Uh, that another anniversary of Stageworthy is coming up, and it, I realized uh, a little while ago that, as of the beginning of January, Stageworthy will be four years old, and that's 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 pretty good for for a, a podcast in the grand scheme of things. I mean, sure, there are some that have been going on quite a bit longer, but you know, as as things go, um, that's pretty good, I think. Um I don't have any any plans to stop so if you were suddenly afraid that I was going to be telling you that that 4 years is it and that'll be the end of it no um it won't be uh, I'm still going to continue making stage worthy and you know if you have if you if you're listening and 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 you're thinking that maybe that, that you have something coming up or they you, you know what even if you're not in a show and you want to you want to talk to me I would love to have you on sometimes some of my favorite conversations are actually with people who don't necessarily have a show coming up but they do just want to talk about theater and I love those conversations one more thing before I get to the episode I wanted to tell you about another podcast I host with my friend Jess McCauley it's called the introverts guide to and on that show Jess and I talk about you know be an introvert in what sometimes does seem like an extrovert's world. We choose a topic, discuss our experiences with that topic, and we also find advice from social media and from the internet. So check it out. You can find it on the Google or Apple podcast apps or wherever you like to get your podcasts. And you can see regular posts from Jess and I on Twitter and Instagram at introvertguide2, that's the number two, or at introvertsguide2.com. You know, according to the Canadian Podcast Listener Survey, the most common way that people find out about podcasts is from their friends and family, and also sometimes from other podcasts. But in this case, friends and family. You know, if you know somebody who might enjoy Stageworthy, or you know what, the introvert guide too, if you know somebody who might enjoy that, because I know there's a lot of introverts out there, tell them about that too. But right now we are, of course, talking about stage So if you know somebody who might enjoy stage Tell them about it. And if you do tell someone about it, let me know. You can find Stageworthy really on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Stageworthy really Pod, and you can find the website at Stageworthy really And if you want to drop me a line, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Phil Rickaby, and my website is PhilRickaby.com. As I mentioned, my guests are Nicole Schmeyer and Victoria Urquhart. Both Nicole and Victoria joined me to talk about Spur of the Moment Shakespeare's Shakespeare in Hospitals program, as well as the end of season gala, which is coming up very soon, where you can not only see the full production of this year's Shakespeare in Hospitals show, but also it's your chance to raise a glass as well as help support Spur of the Moment Shakespeare's Shakespeare in Hospitals program. You have two chances to attend the gala on December 12th and 13th. And for tickets, go to Shakes Hospitals 2019 BPT.me. And I'll put that in the show notes. And here's our conversation. Well, let's let's get into. Um, I want to ask you about um, your because we were as before we started recording. You were talking about how it was going to be like medicine or it was going to be theater. Yeah, right. Um, and in, was it grade eleven? You were like, it's going to be theater. Yeah. What um... made you decide?
1: I think I, I always knew that I wanted to do theater like deep down, but I didn't know anyone who had done it as a career. And mm-hmm. so I would go see shows, with professional actors, but right. I didn't know how you could be one. Oh. So I think I always was like, I'm going to do medicine and then I'm going to be in community theater. Um, but then it got to a point where I was in grade 11 and starting to research schools. And I was like, no, this is, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Mm. And if some people make it as a career, then I have to at least try. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think I told some of my friends in the school play first and I was like, I don't know how to tell people this, but like, I think I want to do theater. And then I told one of my teachers and then a few months later I told my parents and my mom was not happy.
0: It sounds like it was a very difficult conversation because it sounds like your mom was more into the idea of you being a doctor than
1: Very much so. Yes. Excuse me. Yeah.
0: Um, and your mom had always like, was it like you were born and your mother was like, this one's going to be a doctor?
1: I don't think it was from when I was born, but certainly like by the time I was in school and you start seeing the personalities of your children, it Mm -hmm. was always kind of like out of my brothers and I, I was the one who was going to be groomed to be a doctor. And also I like, so both of my parents are doctors Mm -hmm. and especially like looking at them, I was the one most suited to follow in their career. path. Okay. Um, and so it was a very, I think a rude awakening when I told my mom that I didn't want to, and then she realized that my brothers also didn't want to, and then all of a sudden the one child going into medicine mm. wasn't.
0: This is this is this is tragic.
1: Oh, it was for my mother, yes. <laughs> no,
0: she's lovely. She's a wonderful human. I, I, she's I wanna want acknowledge to I just this, wanna, so I just, I have to be careful no, to specify that. I wanna acknowledge the fact that 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 parents react to the news that the their children are going into theater yeah. in different ways. Because a lot of times that is not what they thought their kid was going to do. Now right. some people they knew from that time that child could walk because that child started singing and dancing or whatever, you know? A lot of other parents, it comes as a shock when they realize that that hobby is more than a hobby.
1: And I think my dad was more okay with that because my uh-huh. dad was like, yeah, you could be a doctor, but you could also be an actor uh-huh. from a very young age. I think that was
0: uh-huh.
1: not verbally stated, but it was very much like, yeah, there's a community theater audition. Let's let's take you to the audition. Uh-huh. Let's try and get you into like whatever we can do. And even mom was posted to that from community theater days. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but, but then, yeah, I think my mom didn't, that really came out of left field that I was going to do a career in theater and attempt this.
0: But then, were they taking you to shows when you were younger? Oh, yeah. What, do you remember what the first show you saw was?
1: Okay, I think it was Mamma Mia. Okay. When I was five years old. And I still have the program. Wow. Right? So when I say I think i mean i know uh-huh. and i think it was in 2002 or something
0: okay and that was the uh the first, the, the first the, and that would, that would have been at the at the Royal alex i think so yeah it
1: was yeah. it was that would have been, been like yeah okay
0: that would have been the premiere of, of Mama Me mia the first production was i think it? yeah cuz it started in toronto Okay. Like, it started in toronto before I mean, it hit broadway yeah i was yeah.
1: 5 so i
0: didn't no of course you wouldn't know the, in the end first... of the
1: show i just like seeing the fun
0: show <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um so that was the first show that you saw. Yeah, but then they were taking you to shows. Oh yeah, on the regular, go,
1: and like in like, we have a like Meadowvale Theater in Mississauga has mm-hmm. a ton of shows, or like it used to be called the Burnham Library Theater. So we would go to see mm. tons of things, or at UTM or wherever. Um, they wanted us to be like exposed to culture. They just didn't expect that to lead to a career. Mm. And I say they, but I mean. my mom was actually in my first show was she yeah what was what was your first show uh the best christmas pageant ever okay (laughs) tori's laughing because (laughs) it suits me perfectly yes um that was my first show and my mom made the mistake of on the way to rehearsals being like i wish i had a small part in this show like it would be so great to hang out with you and then that day at rehearsal they happened to be like we are we're short on adults. They're so really small roles. Mm-hmm. Anyone's parents like to volunteer. Without asking my mom, I was like, my mom
0: does.
1: And <laughs> she ended up in my first show. Well, there you go. That's awesome. Yeah. How
0: old were you at the time that you did that to your mother?
1: Eleven.
0: Eleven. Okay. All right.
1: Grade, grade eleven. Eleven like, years old. Yeah. Like, eleven yeah. is really
0: like a big. That's like so it's important. like such an important year for you.
1: I mean, like eleven years. old. Eleven you years old and grade eleven is the 11s years, Are but yeah, yes. but
0: yeah, yes, yes. Um. Yeah. Do you remember the first Shakespeare that you saw?
1: Oh, I think okay. I was in a Shakespeare show before I actually saw one, so it was terrible.
0: What? Um, what was it?
1: We did Mackers at school. Uh, in okay. Grade nine, and no one knew anything about Shakespeare, and we didn't really cover it in rehearsals. Okay. Okay. Um, but then, but then the next year, I think we saw Cymbeline in Stratford, and so okay. that was the first Shakespeare show I saw.
0: Huh. Cymbeline. All right. Yeah. People don't. I mean, Cymbeline is one of those ones where people right. say that. I'm like, okay, oh, yeah, that one yeah. exists. Right. That
1: was that was my first Shakespeare show that I saw. Wow. But it was in Stratford. So like, it, was, yeah. it wasn't like a high school for nothing. No, but if my first show was the mackers that the high school kids did. It would be awful. But at least I was in it, so I didn't get to
0: see. Yeah. Did, did it, like? How do you get? Were you studying Cymbeline, or was it just there? Was what no, was on at the, the time? Okay, wow. Just
1: went on a field trip.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Um. So after your Macbeth, what was the next Shakespeare that you did? Um. I think
1: we did Henry the Fourth, Part One in university. I don't think okay. we did any other Shakespeare in high school. Huh.
0: Okay. Do you have a like? Because I know for me, the, the first uh, Shakespeare that I ever saw was was As You Like It. And I saw it on... It was one of the Stratford productions, but it was on the CBC, back when the CBC. I think they still do it. They like record oh, it. And yeah. they'll show it. So I saw it on TV. And that's the first Shakespeare I saw. And I was like, this is amazing. And I was in like grade eight or grade nine at the time. And since then, like As You Like It is like... What's your favorite Shakespeare? As You Like It. That's my shell. Mm. Um, and it's always been like... My favorite. Now I I have loved others, but that will always be right. my favorite. Do you have any kind of connection to Cymbeline?
1: Not like that. Like I, okay, that's not that's the fair. first one I would say is my favorite show. Okay. I love I love Imogen's monologues like that's mm-hmm, that's, that's really fair nice yeah. Um, but but no, I wouldn't say it's my favorite show. And then I just realized that I lied because I saw the Tempest. I completely forgot this when I was in grade seven. My mom and I went to see the Tempest. Hmm. And at Stratford as well, mm-hmm. Christopher Plummer. And it was, like, amazing to see Christopher Plummer on stage. And I don't know how I somehow mixed that up in the timeline, because that was definitely first. So the Tempest okay. is my first fake right. show.
0: That's fair.
1: I have a recording of that one.
0: Was, that the, was he doing that the same time that he was doing Sling the Arrows,
2: mm-hmm. Or was
0: that just after?
2: I think that might have been just after. I think yeah. so. Yeah.
0: Okay. So I like, remember it was like he was doing that and then slings and arrows, which, by the way, is having this weird resurgence. Yeah. People are talking about it again, which is like so awesome.
1: Yeah. Are they making more? Rumor. Okay. Rumors. I was going to say, that's like, what I think.
0: There's so many air quotes going on right now. They're making, they're talking about it. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> I thought that's what was making it come back was the, the
0: rumor. I think, I think that, because somebody, I just saw a bunch of articles about it, like, Posted about it's the best show about theater you've never seen and all this sort and it's sort of people sharing that and then, okay. then we started to hear they're talking about making another
1: season. So I didn't see all the first ones. Okay. I just saw the second, if, the second wave yeah. of
0: rumors. So I wouldn't be terrible if they did. No, but I'd watch it. I mean, yeah. I've been, but I'll watch it. Yeah,
2: I think like there's a whole new generation too that would appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, because. Like, Uh, even when I saw it, I was coming out of school and like everybody was saying, Oh, you!" I wasn't just coming out of school. I was still in school and everybody was like, Oh, you haven't lived. If you haven't seen this. (laughs) Okay. Yes. There are a lot of Canadian theater legends in here, but like, I don't know. What, what do I need to see? When, how, what? And then, uh, and it kind of flew by. Yeah. But like, if another, if another, like, if they did a whole other season yeah. and new and built on on what was there, I mean, aside from the fact that it would give a lot of Canadian theater artists some work or, again, yeah. Um, the next generation, especially the next generation of, of uh, theater school grads, would definitely watch the ha- ha- hell, ha- hell out of, out of it, yeah, yep.
0: yeah, or and appreciate it. There was I, I always forget a couple of years ago. Yeah, we can going to fucking swear. Um, sorry, Nicole's mom. Um, <laughs> good dear. Um, I remember years ago, one of the the podcasts that inspired me to do stage worthy was hosted by Howard Sherman, who was the head of the American theater wing at the time. And um, when I realized that, it, that Slings and Arrows was a thing in the States, he had uh, Stephen We Met on and fangirled for a good 15 minutes about slings and arrows. And I was like, oh, this is a thing in the States as well. So digression, but I, uh, it's a
1: big deal.
0: Big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: it always surprises me when like my American
0: friends know Canadian things. Oh yeah. Uh, So like Kim's convenience, for example, like uh, so many Americans are like this show Kim's convenience. And you're just like, yeah, but also how do you know?
2: Also like, what was it? Flashpoint had the hugest. Oh my God.
0: That's true. That's true. Oh. And that I was know. like a show to all Canada. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Filming all over Toronto. Yeah. Um, yes.
0: Um, this year, the theme of uh, the, uh, uh, the Spur of the Moment Shakespeare Company and the, the Shakespeare in Hospitals is family. Um, so... What has I mean and, and going into hospitals, you have people who have different relationships mm-hmm. with family depending on, on where they are. Have you had any uh interactions with people um during the show, after the show that 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 have that have moved you?
1: Oh definitely. I think in very different ways. Like there are different reactions during the show to, to in our like kind of question and answer sort of debrief sessions after. Um, I think the first show we ever, we, we did in, in an old age, in a senior's home, mm-hmm. Um, there was this man who wasn't very like super responsive when he first came in, mm-hmm. uh, but then was very vocal during the show, which was great for our first performance to so, like at every moment have this man like gasping and going like, no and yes and it was oh, beautiful fine. and so I think that might not necessarily have been a connection with like family, but yeah. like was a response, a verbal response during yeah. the show. Um. But then after the show, especially when our facilitator will ask, like, do we think, our, one of the questions that's asked after the show is, do we think our family is chosen for us or do mm. we choose our family? Um, and we get very, very different responses mm. there. And so that's really cool. Uh, There's one woman who just, matter of factly was like, well, we we obviously choose our family and explained why. <laughs> and, then, and then other people who who really don't. And i like, well... Uh, I have I, I have five kids and I'm going to tell you for the next five minutes about my five kids. And mm-hmm. you're like, yes, this is so it's there have been lots of different responses. Mm. So I don't know if it's necessarily like, I can't pick my favorite one, but just like seeing how people react differently is beautiful. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Um Tori, I know that we're gonna get into this because when you mm-hmm. when you're back later this week, we're gonna there talk you. more about the creation of this show. But um for people who might not know the Shakespeare and Hospital Hospitals program is—you're not doing a Shakespeare; you are piecemealing together a show based on a theme from from the words of Shakespeare. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, how many drafts did you go through this year?
2: This one, uh, we went through about six by the end of production. We were, we had a—we had a production draft that was seven. <clears throat>
0: um,
2: yeah, it, it, I literally worked on it since. January oh, of this year.
0: <laughs> how? What, what of the of the the themes that you've tackled has been the most difficult over the the history of of *Of swear to the Moment* Shakespeare?
2: What, the, what themes have been the most difficult? Oh my! <laughs> um, well, usually with our themes, we we tackle them through uh, a, a critical or an exploratory mm-hmm. question. And so, um, it's only more recent and it's only more recently that I've been putting the scripts together piecemeal Mm -hmm. like this. Um, I think in terms of what's been the, what's been the the most difficult theme. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, emotionally, this one has been, Mm -hmm. has been very, uh, it's been a struggle for me, but it's been a really good struggle mm-hmm. because uh, for myself as an artist, there are, there are definitely aspects of my family and my personal life that I don't put on stage. Mm-hmm. And I don't see this as like putting my entire life on stage mm-hmm. in any, in, in any capacity, but also there's some parts of that that you can't help, but
0: yeah. do. yeah.
2: And so there's some parts of certain relationships that go up there and then like, these brilliant minds go and interpret it and, and, and sudden, and like suddenly find new things to bring in. And I just go, Oh, shit,
1: that's
2: (laughs) yep. I didn't even have to talk about that one. And there's that? (laughs) Um, yeah, I, in terms of, in terms of like anything conceptually that was, that was the most difficult for, for putting on a stage, um, I would wager last year was pretty hard talking mm-hmm. about definitions of home. Mm. Um, we're working in uh, so so. This is a part of a three-part series that uh, we've been very, very lucky to to get funding from Canada Council for the Arts and uh, Ontario Arts Council to do. Um, and it's all about uh, breaking down. Uh, um, well, it's it's. Uh, it's it's essentially reminding folks of different aspects of their identity while they're in uh, healing facilities, so that they so that they don't lose that sense of self,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and that sense of self doesn't get replaced with the identity of the patient, right? Um, because especially in our culture, the identity of the patient is something that can be so all-encompassing and so so um, so so isolating. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't even have to go into a hospital to, to, to experience that now. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, so last year was, uh, how do we decide on home? Mm -hmm. This year, uh, our beginning question was, how do we decide on family, which then got specified with the creation of this play to, how do you choose your family when your family doesn't choose you? Right. Mm. And then uh, next year, our question is, how do we choose to remember love? Mm. Which will probably have me sobbing like a baby, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, as this play is already having me do at
0: different Mm. points.
2: I mean, just to really keep answering yeah. things while very discreetly just throwing all of those answers into this water glass.
0: Yes, um, family. I mean, everybody's family is complicated. I don't know anybody whose family is not complicated in some way. And everybody could probably tell you why their family is complicated and all these sorts of things, and and and, and, and all of the rivalries and the problems and all this sort of thing. But um, I think sometimes. That's why the chosen family becomes sometimes a little easier, mm-hmm. right? Because the family that you were born into is not one that you can choose. And so whatever happens, you're stuck with them. And then like the the the, the chosen family is one that, that you create. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes people join the family and sometimes they leave and things like that. It's a little more fluid and it can be a little easier to deal with problems because you're not stuck with those people. Um, Nicole when you were approaching this this particular project um, did you did you find that any of the the difficulties in in the, the the family you were born into rather than the family that you are that you've chosen were coming up
1: I don't think so so much in like my character <laughs> mm-hmm. um, her story is very very different than mine mm-hmm. um, and she doesn't really know her blood family so i think that made it kind of easier for me that, it, <laughs> that in this play i'm dealing with like a, a sister that i i've never met a friend who becomes my sister getting banished from one place and going to the next mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff so i don't think for me it was so much um like things about my blood family were coming up for me mm-hmm. uh, but i do think like working on this project has kind of created another chosen family Mm and that's something we talk about and talk back of like how close we've all gotten and how like having a common goal has made us like Mm -hmm. a little family that gets to go into hospitals and places together and so that's really lovely but no i wouldn't say that issues have come up
0: did you find that when you speaking of of the family because you know every every theater production forms a little family right um and of course, when we're in it, we often are like, "This is this is my family. You guys, we're going to be together forever." And the show ends, and right. like, mm-hmm. maybe don't talk to them so much <laughs> anymore. Um, did you was was your theater school family a tight knit family oh, or definitely. yeah?
1: I don't. Uh, can you go through four years of theater school without that happening? Maybe okay. I
0: I'm
2: not,
0: you know, maybe I I. <laughs> I um, yeah, there there have. I mean, I know when I was in theater school, there were there were some groups that were going through that they did not gel, okay, and yeah. they were almost toxic through that. It was like, yeah. how do these people get through three years of this when they hate each other okay, so clearly? Right. Yeah, you know? I
1: take back my point. No, my yeah. class, my class, like kind of like sickeningly loved each other um, <clears> to a point where some of the younger <laughs> years thought we were faking it. Like, they thought that no class could actually like each other as much as my class seemed to. Um, and they thought we were going to, like, explode and have, like, all the fights. Like, some the classes above us. Not they would. Okay, not explode. I'm going to get them so much. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no we, were, we were way too much in love with each other mm. and had too much business in everyone else's lives and knew everything that was happening. Oh, wow. Always. <laughs> so you were in the mom class. What <laughs> you you guys were the mom class? You that what happened for the mom
2: class. It was like everybody liked each other. Everybody wanted everybody to get along and knew all yeah, of I mean, everyone else's had, business. We also
1: had like little like problems, but like anyone tried to attack our class, so we were a united front against. Oh, oh. I don't know. maybe that changed That's, by the end. No.
0: You never know. Classmates are
1: gonna message me and be like, Nicole, what are you talking? About? They're
0: gonna be like, Nicole, we hate each other. No, <laughs>
1: everyone's gonna respond just to you. Yes. After the- oh yes. <laughs> yes. You're gonna get
0: so many messages. Um Because it's it's funny because some some classes will almost eat each other. No, you know you're very fortunate that that you had like a class that really loved each other. You're nodding a lot, Tori. (laughs)
2: Um, No, my my class um my class started out that way Mm -hmm. very much so in like we all loved each other so much. Um, somewhere through second and third year, um, as second year is defined as the hell year, um. Then things started to, to separate a little bit more. Some things settled a little bit more, and then by fourth year, um, by fourth year, I felt like folks were a lot more divided. No one was like at each other's throats. Um, but I think I think the big thing was that for us in the year that we did graduate, um, we were still very much subject to a lot of the mindset that was being instilled with mm-hmm. regards to theater school mm. that we thankfully don't see anymore Mm -hmm. um, or we are working towards not seeing anymore. I shouldn't say that we don't see it anymore because I also it's still a
0: process. Yeah.
2: For a very long time. But, um, but I know for a fact, there were some folks in my class who hated each other. Um, There were some folks who, who did not like me. Mm -hmm. Uh, There were some folks that I did not like. Um, Mm -hmm. Thankfully I've got, I've got some, pretty decent relationships with, with those folks now. Um, but there, there are also folks who aren't in like, who aren't in theater anymore. Yeah. Um, and there are also folks who, um, who are in theater, but, uh, I think a long time ago folks decided, Hey, we're going to go our separate ways. Yeah. That's that.
0: I think it's in some ways, like through a program, like the relationship changes. Oh, for sure. Um, I know in my class back in 19, um, (laughs) we, we started, you know, the, 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 the cliques changed, the relationships mm-hmm. changed, the everything changed until was, I think it hit a certain equilibrium in third year. We were just like, yeah, yeah you're cool. You're good. Whatever. Nope. At that point, I think we'd exhausted all of any of the arguments that we may have had yeah. um, just because we were tired.
1: We still, we still yeah. argued a lot and just think like, <laughs> we, and people didn't get along, but I think in, like the class as mm-hmm. a
0: whole, mm.
1: like we were the obnoxious ones. We used to travel in groups, like, you know, mm. when you're at school mm. and there's like the drama building and then you have to go out for lunch. And in mm-hmm. the first year we would all go together. Mm-hmm. So we would take up like five tables and it was great. That was my class. So we didn't have cliques. Mm. We just, you just had
0: your class. Your class yeah. was the clique.
1: Oh, for, for, especially for first year.
0: Yeah. yeah. You chose Windsor as I a did. theater school yeah. to go to. What was it that that, that you chose that made you want to what made is it that made you choose Windsor over other schools?
1: Um the thing that really spoke to me about Windsor was that we were told it was like an ensemble based program and it it really supported the group rather mm. than the individual. Mm. And that was something I really liked. And even from the audition process, like getting to, to audition in front of everyone else, so it was a mm. group audition. Um, and and quite a lengthy audition, if I remember.
2: Mm, you also cool. went
1: to Windsor, so yeah, yeah you yeah. remember this.
2: We had the the movement call, yeah, and then there was. Uh, Think of vocal workout. Did we? Um, did Michael lead something? He he warmed us up, yeah, for sure. And I'm sure he was like secretly judging, judging us, us. Mm-hmm, yeah, um, oh, of course. But then, like, we read a sonnet. We did yeah. our two
0: monologues.
2: We did an improv game. Yeah.
1: God. Wow. Yeah, it, it, was, it was like a full day. That's intense. Like, it was hours long. And I just, I felt like they really wanted to get to know
0: everyone. Mm. Like,
1: they were giving everyone a chance to actually, instead of, like, you have a minute. Yeah.
0: Mm. Go. Mm.
1: And, okay. Like, it, it felt like a, a more... um they wanted to, yeah. see, to get to know us fully want, as artists yeah. and like yeah.
2: see how well rounded we were in mm. different
1: aspects. Yeah. And-, and that's what the thing that appealed to me about Windsor with and then talking to people who had gone there yeah. previously and just find like the, the the ensemble culture and then not cutting. I don't like I know they used to be a cutting program. Um, <coughs> mm. and when I went there there was no like cutting after yeah, second no year or third year.
0: I'm hearing I'm hearing more and more from schools that, that used to be notorious about mm-hmm. cutting that they don't do that so more so much. I mean, you can, you can, you can, if you, you know, are absent enough, then Mm -hmm. perhaps they might, but Mm -hmm. they don't Mm -hmm. sit down people who have like, who've gone to every class and who are, who are, who are in there and and cut people that they don't feel will make it in the business or whatever reason they have. Um, But that, when I was in theater school, like I spent two and a half years, because it's the first half of the first year. I didn't know this was a thing. You don't really think about Mm -hmm. cuts. And if you do... Not you. Um, and then after that, after the first break, um, I was like terrified for two and a half years going through that this was going to be it for me, which is a terrible way to, to, to try to make art.
2: Yeah. I spent like, so I, I got through first year and then I spent the next two years <clears throat> worrying about being cut, even though we didn't have cuts mm. in our program. Because in my first year, uh, I, I finished my year with my grades below mm-hmm. what what was what I was told was a, mm. appropriate. No one told me I was on probation. Nobody told me anything. Mm-hmm. Um I technically failed movement. Mm. I got I I think I got a C when I the minimum that we needed was a was a C plus or mm. a B minus. I think it's
1: a C minus.
0: Mm.
2: Is it now?
1: Yeah. 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 You you can't get under sixty
2: three. Oh yeah. at the time it was like and I'm, I'm pretty <clears throat> sure at the time it was like, if you get anything
1: below a B minus or a C plus, mm. you are, you are cut. Mm. I was definitely worried I was going to fail. Mm. Like I get fail out of the program, but you don't get cut. Right. And I think there's a difference.
0: There is, there is a difference. Mm-hmm. There is a difference. And also I think there are people who will cut themselves from a program. Yes. Because, because they ten will. 10
2: people leave our program yeah. by
0: really? choice. Yeah.
2: Like, well, one person just never showed up to the first class, but I mean.
0: Yeah, but I mean <laughs> you can. Four. Wow. In
1: four years, we all, only... and one was by choice.
0: Wow. So,
1: mm. as far as I know, yeah. I, as mm. far as I know, only one was by choice. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know, if we started with twenty-four and we graduated with twenty. Mm. Wow. wow. We graduated with twenty-two. <sighs> How many people got accepted in your class? Thirty. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 No, they. We were twenty-four.
0: We were we were thirty, in our first year, and we graduated with like fourteen. Oh wow. wow. And we did have cuts. It was terrible. I had those were, those were dark, dark times in, in in like trying to trying to make to 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 learn, but also be worried that you're doing it wrong. You know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But something that I liked. to am sure I did the whole thing wrong. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did
0: somehow. Like I had to fight every time we sat down. We had they were like, "Well, you're cut." I was like, "Okay, well, um, maybe not." And it was like, "Okay, yeah, so fight back, fight, fight back." And then you know I finished the program, but. Mm-hmm. Like every time we sat down it was like, okay, so here we go. I, uh, got the gloves yeah. on.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah so
0: yeah. that was not a not a great way to go through school.
1: Right.
0: Um were there other schools that you were that you were thinking about before Windsor when you were? Over?
1: Yeah, I, I think I applied to Ryerson as well. Um I don't think I got into Ryerson. So did I you did you audition there. or yes, yeah? I auditioned there. Um, and then I applied to a ton of other mm. schools. So the biggest choice for schools was Windsor or the arts and science program at McMaster.
0: Mm-hmm. So your mom um, was obviously pulling for the arts oh, and sciences yes. program. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so that was, that was a fun choice, but that's not a theater program. So nope. when I made my mind to do theater, that made that choice. That, very that is very
0: much very easy. Yeah.
1: yeah. But with Windsor, just cause I have to like promote the school. I love the proximity. <laughs> no, like, you know, like a little bit. Yeah. Um, Like, I loved the proximity to Detroit. That was one of my favorite things about theater school. And we had a partnership with Wayne State, which is the university right across the border. Mm -hmm. And so the reasons that I went to Windsor initially kind of evolved and the reason why I loved Windsor so much by the end of it was not only my little theater family Mm -hmm. in my class, but that we did have a lot of friends across the border. And we got to know the MFAs there really well. Nice. Um, Yeah. So that was my little... My theater family in Canada, and then we have our American theater. That's family. awesome. God, would come visit us every week.
0: Are you Are you still in contact with the uh, these? Some of them, yeah. Some of them, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. they're awesome. They don't live nearby. But no,
0: but uh, now now there's more of a distance because now it's a lot longer to get to Windsor.
1: Right, but now they've graduated, so now they're even further.
0: Graduated. Oh, they were. They have, is there a particular place they've gone, or have they have they, they scattered, have scattered into scattered. the states somewhere? I think they've scattered. Uh-huh. Well, they'll do that. I don't know
1: American geography. Don't ask
0: me questions. Well, Americans don't know Canadian geography, so it's fair.
2: I don't know either geography, so there we go.
0: You know where the East Coast is, so yeah, that's like that's
2: yeah. You're um, not Toronto. I I, 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 more or less. (laughs) I went to Windsor, and the water body was north, so then I associated everything with water being north. Oh shit! And then I came
1: to Toronto, and it's like no, no. Water's that way. Yeah, and also for most of Canada, America's south, except yeah. here in Windsor. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. I <laughs> See, I always found that, because when, when I've had to go to Hamilton, when I did the Hamilton Fringe, for example, yeah. like, people was like, okay, so you go south, and I'd be like, oh, well, obviously to the water, because I've always lived in southern Ontario, where the water is always south, and so I would get lost all the time, because people would always go south, and I would be like, oh, okay, that way, and they'd be like,
1: no. <laughs> so <you too. laughs> soon
0: you be back, yeah. You know,
1: I mean, you just need to specify which body of water, right? Because Lake Ontario is still south of Hamilton, isn't it? Or am I completely wrong?
0: Hamilton is is sort of like because of where it is, it's sort of like sort of north to the water, but like okay. not. Maybe it's like east, west. I don't I'm know. currently like, air
1: drawing a map. I just realized that. This that's isn't fine. Coming. I knew it. Well,
0: I knew what you were doing. I knew what your hands were doing. I was like, you were like molding a map of southern Ontario. Yeah. Um. Long silence, Not a lot of long silences in audio. Um, <laughs> what, I mean, we've, we've talked about, you know, medicine, we've talked about theater, right. we've talked about, we've talked about all this stuff. We've talked about going into the hospitals and, and, yeah. and, and what that's been like. Um, but the, the the gala, which is really what we're, what we're sort of like leading up to, which is uh, December 12th and 13th. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Um, what can you tell me about what's, what, what happens at the gala?
2: So, Tori, oh,
0: you want to say this, on this Tori will, Tori will tell this.
2: Um, so, the gala is a bit of a celebration for the
0: end of our season. Mm-hmm.
2: It's also the first time that we get to showcase our our entire piece mm-hmm. to the public. Um, the show is called Heart in Hand. Um, and it's, it's a hopeful reimagining of a mother's uh, of of of, of it is a mother's hopeful reimagining of of what is to happen with her family mm. uh, after she's gone. Mm. There we go. I knew I had it in there somewhere. It's just rearranged.
0: What, uh, like, uh, so people, okay, well, we, the public will get to see the show. Yes. is there is is there other stuff that happens at the gala that oh, they Oh yes right. uh
2: there's uh there's quite a few different things that happen uh we will be showcasing some stories mm-hmm. from uh from our experiences in hospitals there will be a bar um for a cocktail and awkward family photo hour
0: <laughs> uh, honestly that that sounds like the, worth the price of admission right there
2: well you will definitely see like 10 year old me off of a water slide <laughs> and my brother being injured um but uh it's it's gonna be a lot of fun um there's there's the showcasing of this uh human family photo album mm-hmm. that we're building mm-hmm. where and we've, we've put this call out all across Canada, and even to parts outside of Canada, just saying to folks, hey, um, if you have a picture um, or a story or or a, a definition of family that you would like to share with us, uh, please send it to our email or send it to our Facebook mm. direct message, and we will put it up for two nights only at, in our family photo mm. album hour. Uh, at this gala um this is not going on social media Mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. is not going anywhere this is strictly at this gala and um i've already started receiving photos and they are the sweetest things Mm. um and i'm so excited to to get more from everyone um and and just to share them in this moment because we all define family so differently. yeah Um, And we all define uh, and and we all remember family so differently and we all like what we choose to remember about family Mm -hmm. and what we choose to to use to define family to carry forward with us in forming our own families is all of these things are so different and you get to see them in these photos and I'm really excited Mm. for that um and it's it's you know it's it's a cross-section of our of of canada of yeah. of our side of the globe of uh of where humanity's at which yes. is great mm-hmm. um and it, albeit a very small cross-section we're working on seeing how far we can yeah. get it to go yeah um and then uh on top of that i mean there will be there will be an actual like Family tree that we can take photos in front of, and then stick our awkward polaroids up there. And if people want to connect the the dots Mm -hmm. and the pictures of like who who we all know, there's going to be some some string. This is I'm describing this so poorly right now. (laughs) I think (laughs) I'm just like really excited about it. So
0: I think you shared the. Picture you were talking about the picture of you with your on the water slide and your brother being a jerk I think you shared that on social I
2: did um, I'll share mine sure I'm
0: absolutely social, but no one else's Nicole do you have any awkward uh, uh, photos from your childhood that you'll be sharing or. Or are they all, like, I mean, sealed in a vault that you were never going to share? Oh, no, gonna ever definitely.
1: See I just have to think of, like, which ones are, like, the most awkward. <laughs> <laughs> They're so that are really cute, but, like, funny. Like, my brother is four years younger than me, but was bigger than I am. So I have a really cute picture of, like, me attempting to hold him when he was a baby. But he's bigger than I am because he was a big baby and I was a really small child and so I'm like peering around him. Oh. Um, so that's not an awkward photo because I actually think it's really cute.
0: No, I think it's perfect. But
1: that one's really cute. Except it's only one of my brothers. I had, too.
2: Cool. And it doesn't necessarily have to be awkward.
1: Though. Like, yeah. I,
2: think, I think in the description we put it's like can be as uh, it can be as abstract mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. or or personal mm-hmm. um as uh as as meaningful or awkward um and these are not even on a particular scale just Mm -hmm. like shooting out in all directions it can be a picture it can be words Mm -hmm. however people want to want to define it because also i totally understand the oh geez i'm just sharing this personal photo Mm
0: -hmm. with with a a bunch of strangers yeah yeah
2: do i really want to do that For me the answer is yes and Mm -hmm. also like for for introvert me i'm also like yes Mm -hmm. but that's for different reasons and that's for that's for facing a lot of my own Mm -hmm. stuff um but then there's also you know there's there's i'm i'm almost certain that we're gonna get at least one picture of like a random object just being like this was the center of my life Mm -hmm. for whatever reason
0: yeah Mm. And this, the gala is like, it happens after like your final performance mm. in the hospitals. Yeah. Yes. So this is like the big send off for this, this, this production. Yeah. Must be kind of emotional for the, for the cast. Cause this is not the first time you've done this. So like, is this, is it, does it tend to be an emotional send off?
2: Um, it really, it really depends on the year. Mm. It really depends on what we're exploring and what we're talking about. Um, I, to some extent get emotional every year Mm -hmm. because there's 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 a bit of like wind down from that Mm -hmm. there's there's celebration there's sadness Mm -hmm. of not wanting like not not being able to see everybody every day um there's there's and this has absolutely nothing to do with anyone but like a a sudden relief Mm. of i don't have to think about spur every day yes yeah okay um
0: and when does that ramp up again for you? Like spur of the moment comes oh, up, like
2: she... well, here's like uh, oh man, I'm so happy <sighs> um, um, yeah. because we got this funding for the next couple of years. Um, that takes a bit of a weight off of grant writing for mm-hmm. you. So what usually happens is show ends, I take a week off, I go right back to it, and I'm writing grants. Here it's show ends, and I may actually get two weeks this year. What? <laughs> um, yeah. It depends. We're still waiting on grant results as mm-hmm. well for for years to come. So mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see how many grants I have to write this year.
0: Well, hopefully, hopefully it's zero, and that you get you get everything that you want. That, that would be, be so lovely. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah,
2: wouldn't that be great. Yeah, I would love that.
0: Nicole, what are you looking? Are you looking forward to anything particular in the gala? Are you uh, sort of like? Does it symbolize anything? Like, are you sad about the fact the gala is coming? Or
1: I mean, like, I think at this point we still have like a number of performances, and, like, tomorrow we're doing our first, like, in-room visits. so mm-hmm. that's, like, this wonderful, terrifying thing that's happening right. tomorrow, so it's, it's hard to think about, like, gala a month away and be yeah. like, it's gonna end in a month, I'm sad now. I'm right. sure no. I will be upset mm-hmm. a little, like, well, also, like, yes, I'm gonna be upset when the project ends and when I don't get to work with these amazing people, but I'm also really excited to get to share this work with people who have actually decided to be in the audience. Mm. Um, and I mean, in hospitals, they do, they, they we don't just force them in a room. With no, them. of course. They, have a, there, but, yes. they
0: have a choice to be there. Yes. They have a choice to be there, but they don't have a choice to be exactly. in the hospital. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, <clears throat> and and as I, I think before we started recording, I mentioned that sometimes, like, in hospitals, people fall asleep. Um, <laughs> and so, like, and we're in hospitals, so you can see everything. Yes. obviously Like, we, we, we know what's happening. Um, so I think it's just really exciting to get to, to share it with the room of, of people who like <laughs> actually want to be there and have like paid the ticket price yes, to be yeah. there or like, you know, the it's, yeah. it's different than, than being in a hospital. And so I think that's really exciting, but I also love, I love getting to share it with everyone in the hospitals.
2: Thanks. Yeah. Also like with being in hospitals, you can tell there, there are some, some patients who don't know that you're coming yeah. simply because it hasn't been communicated across yeah. or it has been communicated across and, they may have forgotten, yeah. or there may have been fifty thousand other things that happened in their day. Um, whereas, whereas with audiences, yeah, they've paid mm. the ticket yeah. price, so they've they've actively engaged from like wherever they heard of us to here. Yeah.
1: Um, but then on that, the flip side, and I just thought of this now: like, there's also like, if they paid for a ticket, then we owe them. A mm-hmm. show. Whereas when we go into like centers and hospitals, there's this like amazing sense of like gratefulness that we've performed mm-hmm. for them, Um and that's also something really beautiful. Like when people like can't like was one old lady. I should. Am I allowed to say old lady? I think yeah. I but she she was older. Um. She one of her attendants like brought her over so that she could thank everyone and like meet us after. It was the first show we did. Mm-hmm. Um. And so like that that's just beautiful mm. i don't think when you pay for a ticket you don't do that as
0: much no that's certainly not something you get in any other circumstance
2: and no. like with with a theater theater venue theater performance too like sometimes um when you pay for a ticket like it sometimes it's better not to do that as much just because you want to give people right. their space yeah, yeah. right um
1: is a different Ballpark
2: entirely.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Gal is exciting, but it's in the other ballpark.
0: Of course, tonight. of course, yeah.
1: Usually. You still have
0: a month to go before you get there yeah. as we're recording this. Thanks so much, you guys.
1: <laughs> Thank you.